Well, I actually came down in the studio to record a completely separate video. I came down to record about LeBron James and the update that he may be out the rest of the regular season. But then we just got news that Jonathan Isaac just had another season-ending surgery. We're going to break it all down, both injuries. We're going to talk about them and what they mean for their respective teams right after this. Thank you for tuning in to the number one place for your daily basketball fix, NBA Central. Hosted by the one and only CEO Hayes. All right, basketball fans, welcome to another episode of NBA Central. I'm the host here, Hayes. You can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes. And man, uh, another bad break for Jonathan Isaac, um, who has suffered a left uh, abductor, uh, torn abductor, and he's, he just had surgery. He's going to be out the rest of the season. Now, this is a player that, you know, just came back from a ACL injury that had him out the last two seasons. And he came back and played 11 games this season. He had two games in which he uh, scored in double digits, his first game back, which he scored 10 points, and then what is now his last game of the season against the Detroit Pistons, which he scored 10 points in that one as well. And this is just, I'm sure it's, it's going to be more frustrating for him than anybody else, but this sucks for a player that's only 25 years old that has spent more seasons coming back from injury than he's had to be able to work on his game. And that's kind of the most concerning thing there is this guy's 25 years old. He was drafted in, I think, the 2017 draft as the sixth overall pick. And he's only played like 140-something games his whole career up, up until that time. And like while he's shown some flashes of, of the multi-level forward that the Orlando Magic thought they were getting when they drafted him, it's just it, it's it's I'm sure it's frustrating for him, but it's it's really sad to see a player that you know came in as and was looked at as the the new modern day power forward or forward in general who, what, what 6'10", 230-something pounds, who is able to do everything, dribble, shoot, pass, everything. And while the Orlando Magic now have that, also in Paulo Bancaro, uh, a player that, you know, it's probably going to be the rookie of the year this year. But when you look at just everything surrounding um, this kid and just everything going in into the, just his season and the fact that Jonathan Isaac, like I said, shown some flashes, but has never really been able and had the, the run that people expected from him, and this is just, this is sad for a player 25 years old, much like the Lonzo Ball situation, right? And, you know, it's a look, I guess it's not different because he spent two years out after an ACL injury. He comes back, he plays 11 games this season, he's shown some flashes, but even though the Orlando Magic really aren't fighting for much, right? This is a team that is definitely in the win beyond the sweepstakes that, that may end up getting him. They're one of the worst teams in their conference. Um, but again, they still have some young talent down there and they have talent that they're looking to build around. And, you know, as you look at Jonathan Isaac's contract, which he has a, a partially guaranteed contract next season and then a fully unguaranteed uh, uh, option of the season after that, the Orlando Magic may very well be looking at this Jonathan Isaac situation and just thinking there's no way we can bring this guy back on no matter how little or minuscule the deal is. You know, next year, his, um, his base salary next season is $17.4 million. And I almost think there's no way they're going to like that. It's partially guaranteed. I don't know what part of it's guaranteed. It looks like the guarantee portion is $7.6 million. So if they waive him, they still be saving almost $10 million. And the Orlando Magic very well may be looking at that and saying, listen, we can't bring him back. And he and that doesn't mean that Jonathan Isaac can't battle his way back. He can't get on with another team. He can't still develop because all those things are still very possible for Jonathan Isaac in his career. But you have to look at it as the risk 
of the Orlando Magic, who already have a lot of forwards down there, some talented ones. Franz Wagner's talented. Paolo Bencaro's talented. We'll see what they end up doing with, you know, Wendell Carter, who still has a bright future ahead of him, too. We don't know, especially if they end up getting Wimbiana, they may move off of that. Um, but this is a team that's already seen, like, Markel Fultz, you know, be a player that, you know, kind of fell out of the out, out of favor, and then he's now worked himself into back being their starting point guard, averaging 13 points per game. But with him, it was more the mental me, me, mentality of learning to shoot again. But you have to think that this team is looking at it and wearing the risk versus the reward, and they may just not be able to accept that risk for that level of money to be able to bring Jonathan Isaac back yet again. And if that's the case, it's unfortunate. And like I said, he's going to have uh, – it's 25 years old. There's, a, there's high probability somebody's still going to give him an opportunity. But he's going to have to battle his way back and to prove that he can stay healthy before anybody probably invests anything meaningful into Jonathan Isaac. And it's just unfortunate, man. And it sucks to see these young guys like him and, and Lonzo just lose so much time. As you guys know, I'm a Bulls fan. Lose so much time to just injury and, and battling back from that. And in a time where he should have been able to work on and refine his game, he ha just has not been able to do that because of injury. So this definitely sucks for Jonathan Isaac. It sucks for the Orlando Magic. It sucks for his family, any fans of him. But man, this that's just crazy, man. And um, like I said, I initially came down here to record a video on on uh LeBron and and what the Lakers have to do now without him, and we'll get into that. But it's just it's unfortunate. And the Orlando Magic, you know, still have a ton of young, talented players down there that they can build on. Bo Bowl still down there. Paolo Bancaro, Wendell Carter, Mo and Franz Wagner is still there. Um, so you know they still have young talented players down there so the future is still bright and even though they're not really fighting for anything this season but it just sucks man but let's move in to what I actually came down here to record about and that's LeBron James so it came out that he is expected to be reevaluated in three weeks uh with that injury that he was initially announced too long ago that he was only gonna what well, he was gonna be reevaluated in two weeks now that gets extended and the thing that's so key on that was a couple of things a there's only like a little over five weeks left in this season overall, right? So that means that you're now without LeBron for the majority of the rest of the season. The Lakers who were trying to do that push for the plan with all the improvements that Rob Polinka made to this roster, and now you're looking at this team that now has to, without LeBron, but AD, who's always listed as day-to-day -day though, but if AD can stay healthy and stay on the court, this team is going to have to make their push for a play-in without LeBron James. Now, what this does offer is Rob Polink an extended chance to look at the players that he did bring in. We know the Lakers, they always want to be as close to contention as what they can be. And so this allows them to really take a look and evaluate the young players and see who's going to step up in a, in a role in the absence of LeBron James. So you got players who are going to have to take on larger roles than what you initially expected when you built this roster. Um, AD is going to have to stay healthy. But when you look at like, this and the opportunity it prevents for or presents for a player like a Roy Hachimura, a player like Jared Vanderbilt, who's who's just a solid defensive player. Um, Malik Beasley, who shines some even, you know, Troy Brown Jr. has the occasional big game and stuff. D'Angelo Russell also is listed as out. But the Lakers have cap space this upcoming season. They have cap space that it's rumored that they're going to go after Kyrie Irving for. And if they're able to add Kyrie Irving to Anthony Davis, to LeBron James with Jared Vanderbilt there, Rui Hachimura if he stays there, you know, Austin Reeves who's flashed some definite, some talent and some skills, that gets probably the Lakers as close to where they want to be as possible. But, and, and you know, if I'm Rob Polinka, I'm looking at this opportunity like, all right, who's going to show me something for this push to the plan? Well, you know, I don't think anybody that thinks that the Lakers have a championship ceiling, even if LeBron was fully healthy. So this season always was kind of about evaluation, but Rob Polinka did the job to turn this team around and the outlook of this team around as well. 
And they're now going to have to do that push without LeBron James. And that kind of just is what it is. This is the NBA. Next man up mentality. You always have to do something. And, you know, that 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 opportunity that it offers you to look at those players is cool. But to get back to the LeBron part of it, it's a tendon injury in his right foot. And while nothing's been said about this, I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to give anything. What is the long-term prognosis of that, right? Is there a chance that this could be something now that that hurts LeBron or causes some issues for the foreseeable future? And I mean, past just this season. Now, again, could be that he makes a complete return. He comes back by the plan. The Lakers go on a run. They maybe win the ter- play-in tournament and come out, whatever it is, right? But it, when if you're Rob Polinka and you're looking at this team, we already know you have to build this team without necessarily thinking that you're going to have LeBron for you know, the whole time, we don't know what LeBron's going to do. He may eventually leave, you know, go play with the son, whatever the rumors are. He's also an older player. You have to build this. And that is one of the things that Rob Polinka did do. Add some nice, talented, fairly young players to core Anthony Davis, LeBron James. And then, like I said, you can go out this, this offseason and sign a big player with the cap space that the Lakers have coming up. But this does suck for Lakers fans. It sucks for LeBron. It sucks for the Lakers players that were trying to get to that plan. But it does offer that opportunity for Rob Polinka to really, truly evaluate this and then decide who stays, who goes, who do you maybe move for more assets to free up some more space. It gives Rob Polinka that opportunity to really take that extended look at the team, and I think they'll do that. And, you know, Rob Polinka showed, at least at this trade deadline, that he's not he, he's not incapable of making big moves to try to turn this team around. The biggest question is, is Willie? And how much will he have to turn around? How much ta- more talent will they have to add but that's the evaluation period that Rob Polinkin, I'm sure, is going to go through and he's going to have to go through for the remaining part of the season. But that's it on my thoughts. You guys can let me know what you think on either one of these topics down below. I'm going to go ahead and sign off. You can follow us collectively at NBA Central Pod on every social media platform that we're on, which I think is just Twitter for now. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, NBA Central Show at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-242. I'm sorry. 773-270-2799 is the voicemail. If I can remember our own voicemail. But that's it. I'll see you guys next time. I make a video. Probably not going to be tomorrow this time. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.